I swear. Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the A Squared Wrestling Podcast. You got it wrong. How could you get it wrong? <laughs> Can we start that's again? What, no, that's what we were called the first. Can we week. not start again? No, because that's. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Oh, you can start again, but you can't wipe out the start. I can. I can I'll do con- what I want. I'll continually interrupt you. Until you get <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week. I know. It's what what a week it's been, eh? Uh, yeah, always a cracking, busy Christmas. So, like, Christmas se- really. like seven days in our lives is like a. Of course, like a year in someone else's, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just do so much. Crazy it's just stuff. so exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it sure it's is. So exciting. Yeah. Um, Christmas, yeah, December as well. Christmas, nearly yeah. Christmas. How many more A A Squared Circle Wrestling podcasts till Christmas? Uh, what's Two? the date today? So the date's now the the eleventh. Eleventh. Oh, so we do one birthday, next week. Eighteenth. Oh, the next oh, one. Christmas Day? God, what are we going to do? We're going to have to do one, aren't we? <laughs> going to have to. Sure, that will go down well with Mrs. Simmons and Mrs. Quilden. <laughs> Just popping out. Sorry. I suggested to you Saturday. I said, oh, should we do a Christmas show next year? Christmas Day. <laughs> you didn't mean it, though, did you? I don't know. If I don't know if I meant it or not. World Class used to do one. I'm sure very a lot of territory. Yeah, but the travel... You know, like the, I'm sure the, the Crockett's used to do a Christmas Day show. Nah, we won't do one on Christmas do you, Day. Do you listen to the Arn show? Uh, I've been through this before, so... I don't really. I try, but like Arn's voice is very nice and soothing, mm. right? And uh, and I'll listen to it when I as I'm going to bed. Yeah. And I'll I'll be asleep within ten minutes. Really. Like yeah. His voice is so nice, and he's just very soft spoken, isn't he? Yeah. But I really yeah. like it. But I hear all those kind of. I know I've said this uh, on previous episodes, but my levels don't feel. Considering we were using this a minute ago. You were shouting a minute ago. No, I feel just once again. I'm just. Distant. I'm going to say to you, don't worry about it. Oh, well, I feel like I can't hear myself. Well, I can hear you, so don't worry about it. Well, I'd rather be able to hear myself. Yeah, but don't worry about it. Trust can me. Can you just turn me off or something? Just don't worry about it, because now look. Hello. Maybe it's just something on my ears. Oh, there I've we go. Turned you up, but now, yeah. So now you're like, oh, very excited. But now we can hear everything. You, any little breath you do, any little move you make, any little. Every breath you take. Okay. All right, you can turn me down if you like. Well, it's too late. You're you're stuck at that level now. <laughs> so, okay. the level hasn't changed at all from what we were doing a minute ago. So, well, I can hear myself. So, um, yeah, the Arn Show. Not that we like to promote any other podcast. Well, well, I'm not promoting it. I'm telling you, I fall asleep <laughs> listening to it. Uh, the only thing I, like I found. Why have you brought that up? Uh, <laughs> oh, because we talk about wrestling on Christmas Day. Okay. And Arn used to wrestle on Christmas Day. Do you know the story that resonated with me with Arn Anderson? Which one? Is he was talking about um, doing? No, <laughs> he was talking about uh, doing promos. When he did promos, he'd always wear gl- his glasses. Yeah. Then he wouldn't wear glasses in the ring. Like his eyesight sounds very similar to mine. Yeah. Like I can't see. Like he said, I couldn't see the front row, but you can see like close enough and whatever. Yeah. So that, what, our and his nan asked him because his nan raised him. Yeah. And said, "Would you wrestle with your glasses on?" Yeah. And he said, "No, Nan, but maybe I'd do better if I did." Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah. There you go. You don't have to listen to that. Just listen to us and we'll give you a quick rundown every week. Give you a Cliff Notes version. Cliff Notes were a saviour. Well, you wouldn't know because you didn't do your GCSEs. <laughs> I did. I just didn't do just very didn't well. Very, oh, so maybe if you'd no, had... I did some of them. I did some of them. So maybe if you'd had the Cliff Notes, you would have been all right. Yeah. So, because Cliff Notes were like a... Uh, essentially like a shorter version of what you of the book so you'd have the big the book yeah you'd have to read the what book you stu- that you studied that you studied so yeah. you'd read like hamlet or whatever okay and then the cliff's notes version was essentially in english and <laughs> like yeah. a, and like not even a quarter of the length of a thing and it just tells you the synopsis oh, so like really? so yes yeah, so you just learn the cliff notes so and you don't cheating, have to worry kind of well like, yeah cheating or being smart yeah so like it's like if you haven't watched a film, like very much like you do, you know, when you pretend to have watched a wrestling show that we review, yeah, and then you just uh, quickly look on Twitter and look at some opinions on that, and then just uh, sell them off there. as your own, yeah. yeah. So, um, do you remember when we were going to do? What were we going to do? Oh, we were going to review ITV World of Sport, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? I couldn't watch it. I, mean, so. I did watch it a couple of times, but but you never watched the complete episode, did you? <laughs> I not. I can't remember. No. Yeah. Um, and and we literally made a point saying we're going to review World of Sport next week, and then we got to the episode, and you were just like, I've not. Well, watched now it. now I know it, as far as I can assume, it's not coming back. It was terrible. <laughs> wow! So <laughs> there we go. So he's admitted it for the first time. Yes, it was terrible. Just, yeah, and yes, you I were. Can't being go on a podcast and slag off something some of my mates are involved in because you never know. They go, oh, well, we've just been renewed for season two. Stupid. it can't be a commentator. Would you like to do it? <laughs> yeah. You play the game the whole time. Cool. 12, men, 12 months on. No matter tru- what level you're at at wrestling, you're walking on eggshells. <laughs> the no, truth comes level? out The truth comes out now. <laughs> well, uh, to, be, to be quite honest, <coughs> to be quite honest, I think terrible might be a bit strong. There you go. He's thought about it and he's been like, oh, <laughs> it came back from a dead once. Maybe it can come back from a dead a second time. So, uh, yeah. I think, um, yeah. I, I, I'm one of the rare exceptions, I think. Like, uh, that I... Yeah, because you 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 own and you you run and you run the Rev Pro Empire. That's why you've got <laughs> millions of pounds in your bank. I don't. I don't, so. don't don't start spreading those lies. Yeah. <laughs> because I think that people—that's genuinely a perception that I think a lot of people have, which yeah, is absolutely it's ludicrous. True. It's not because you know when you run a business of a certain size, you have to do things like pay VAT and corporation tax and rent on offices and stuff like that. Overheads that people don't see. Yeah. Um, so do you know what I mean? So if you're running a, uh, it might be interesting one day to do a, a business of professional wrestling. You know, like to look at the ins and outs of the running everyday running of it. But if you, I mean, if you're looking at it from the perspective of if say the money I'm taking right now, if I took that money with the no cares in the world that I had when I first started running shows, then I would be rich. But unfortunately, (laughs) we live in a world where you have to pay your taxes and you have to, do you know what I mean? Do stuff proper. Proper. So, yeah, so so it's not as as clean cut as it looks. So stop spreading these malicious lies. And I I wish it was true because... If anyone deserves Life to be, be if anyone deserves to be rich, it's me. me. I tell oh, you. It's you. Okay. <laughs> um, so where were we before you started? Started on uh, me. So we were, we were on to we somehow we got into world of sport. Then we got onto arm. World of sport terrible. We um, oh, I don't care about you know. I don't care about yeah. You know, I just tell it like it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. People still think that I'm making stuff up or pres- hiding stuff and whatever. But mm. I'm a straight shooter. Yeah. So most of the time. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> all the time. I don't care. Um, so what? So uh, we had a we had a fun week, didn't we? But w- what was the point we were making? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. My eyesight similar to Arn Anderson's. He, I'll rest on Christmas Day. I think that was it, <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I said about running a show on Christmas Day. Yeah. 
Oh no, because we were going to do a podcast Christmas Day. Okay, and that's when and I that said. Led, and that's a, so. This is this is the equivalent of one of those. Uh, have you ever been on one of these where you you watch a TV show or something, and then someone pops up, and you're like an actor, you mean? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, Gladiator Jet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? You go on Google Gladiator Jet. Yeah. It comes up, boom, right, and then you start reading about Gladiator Jet, and then it says something about Gladiator Saracen. Then you go on to Gladiator Saracen, and you, yeah. you Google Gladiator Saracen, and then somehow it goes on to something completely unrelated altogether. So, and you're you're just in this. Yeah, you just keep going. You just keep going. going and going. That's what our podcast is like. So my favorite uh, app on my phone is the Internet Movie Database. Database IMDb, and every time I watch a movie, so like for example, last night Lindsay put Love Actually on for the four thousandth time, okay, and I was just like, I'm gonna look up Love Actually on IMDb and see who played who because it was like sixteen years old now, so it's to see where what other actors have done, the youngsters who've grown up, what they've been in, and oh, I didn't know he was in James who, who and Peach or whatever who fell know? off a beaten path and yeah. became a yeah. drug adult. But I f- I also watched the movie Child's Play three with Chucky, the killer doll. That was also on my recordings. And when Lindsay put the kids to bed, for some reason, I thought, I'll put that on. <laughs> I'll give myself a nice scare before I go to sleep. That's it. And uh, and I, there's an actress in there who was fairly attractive. And I and I looked her up. Why did you look her up? No, no, I looked the movie up. And I was like, oh, I wonder what she's been in. Oh, did you look the movie up so you could see the name of the actress? Because <laughs> I was just curious as to what else she might have done. Oh, just so you could, yeah, obviously. But, but Admire her I, work. I thought of you because she played... Um, What's that program you like? Entourage. Entourage, yeah, brilliant. She was like Mrs. Avi, Mrs. Ari. Oh, Ari got. I don't know. Oh, let me. I'll, I'll just look it up on the air. IMDb. Why not? Um, but I thought of you because I was like, I love oh, Entourage. I, I think Andy likes that program. Yeah, every single show. Like it's it's a feel good show. You should all watch Entourage. Like half hour episodes, easy to watch, and. Uh, it really is a feel-good show. Like you, the episode ends, and you're like, "Yeah, let's go drink tequila and sit in the sun." Perry <laughs> Reeves in Entourage. Yeah. She was Mrs. Ari. Mrs. Ari. She uh, was in Entourage from 2004 to 2011. Sounds like she had quite a run as well. Can I see a and picture? She was of in her? the movie. Oh, the the Entourage movie. I'm talking about. Yeah, but I I'm trying to pull up a picture, but you've got terrible 4G. I've got. Oh, it's Ari Gold's wife. Yeah. Oh, Ari, is it? Yeah. yeah. So she was in Charles Play 3. Melissa Gold. That, was that her name? Is yeah. It? Okay. No, that's her name in real life. Melissa no, Gold. her real name is Perry Reeves. Melissa Gold. Mrs. Ari. It's Ari Gold's long-suffering wife. Yeah. Oh, p- sorry. Yeah, so a character Play- name is <laughs> Melissa Gold. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel poorly. As always. Yes. <laughs> as is a recurring theme. Um, okay. Yeah, I know her very well. Mrs. Yeah. Ari, Ari Gold. So she was in, you kept she saying was Mrs. Ari. in Child's Play 3. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, that's what I've been doing this week. That googling, question, googling, googling, <laughs> googling Ari Gold's wife. <laughs> yeah, basically. Jeremy Piven's actually quite put together, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, look. Is he the man who called it Summerfest? He's Ari Gold. Yeah, Summerfest, yeah. yeah. That's SummerSlam we're referring to. yeah. Do you believe all that was like 10 years ago now? No. Mad, isn't it? It's insane, isn't it? Mad. So, um... Oh, uh, hello. Perry Reeves. So... Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, <coughs> See, I'm poorly. That's why I can't think straight. Well, so we had the big show, didn't we? The Portsmouth School of Wrestling versus the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo at the Buckland Community Centre on Saturday night. Rousing success. 
It was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who won? My team, Portsmouth School of Wrestling. Woo! Um, two one. <laughs> you sat there in your New Japan tracksuit. <laughs> two one. Um. Yeah. You, you, you're embarrassed, aren't you? No, you're just being horrible. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good show. You turned your back on the Portsmouth School of Wrestling during that oh, show. I couldn't help it, could I? Just that show took me. D- you're desperate, desperate to try and be a part of a bullet club, <laughs> aren't you? I'll latch on to anyone that will let me. Um, so, yeah, it was good. A real good show at the Buckland Community Centre. Um, another good show. Just a string of good shows. And like, and it's just really encouraging just to see... Are you okay there, mate? <laughs> Taking it in turn. That was a bit sudden, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, out of nowhere, Winter, that came uh, from. Wintery air, yeah. gets to me. Um, what we, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not well. I can't think straight. So, Well, I've been on a good run. I've been fairly well. I've had a hard... Ear and go, I've had a hard... Lo- the last month for me has been quite hard. Has I've it? Been, yeah. Since I came back from holiday, I've been quite ill. Really? My yeah. diet's been going well. It's a terrible time to start a diet, but... Right before Christmas, when your mum goes, here you go, have some celebrations and some roses We're and some quality street. Buzzing for buzzing for Christmas. I love it. I love it. Well, you got your boy, haven't you? So yeah. Special time. Yeah. Does he know Father Christmas yet? He's seen Father Christmas. But does he, if you said Father Christmas, does he? is he aware? No, of no. He knows Peter Rabbit. Okay. He knows... Mr. Uh, Tumble. He kno- yeah, the big time Mr. Tumble. We've seen him live, hasn't he? So Lucky boy. Well into him. Uh, he knows... Uh, Bing. No. Yeah, you mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. I don't know he knows, Bing. He knows Eagle Piggle. No. You must know Eagle oh, Piggle. I know Eagle Piggle, but Poppy doesn't. How does Poppy not know Eagle Piggle? Well, she likes the Wiggles. The Meet the Wiggles. I don't know if it is. That's it is. <laughs> da, 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 they do a really da, da, good song called Meet the Wiggles. Goes... Anyway, the music is really catchy. It might be, I don't know, it's called Skeleton Scat. If you know what Scat is, another name for it. It's quite vile, but... Um, they are, the Wiggles are actually millionaires, you told me, right? I believe that to be the case, yeah. Certainly the uh, the original Wiggle, Anthony Wiggle. <laughs> Anthony Wiggle. <laughs> That's what he calls himself. Do you think he's changed Hello? his name? It's he's Anthony Wiggle. He's changed his name legally to Anthony Wiggle. If he was smart, he probably would. Um... But anyway, let's get back to this uh, Buckland Community Centre event. Yeah. I, w- I want you to tell so, me. Oh, so what I was, <laughs> yeah, so was going to tell you. So a few things. So, um, yeah, so the, the shows get better, which is encouraging because it means that the students are, are getting, are improving. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a very, very positive. And it's always nice to get the positive feedback, isn't it? To, yeah. to know that you're doing something right. Um, and, uh, you know, um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's good to present just a professional product um, as a prof- as a, a as a professional wrestling event. Yeah, you know, we don't shroud it in any mystery. It's profession. It's young professional wrestlers having their first matches. Yeah, but the quality, the quality. So, like, so you always say so. So obviously, I. It's no secret. I put on. I try to put on the highest quality shows I can always. Um, and I, and it's certainly like sometimes I forget that um, I t- I take our st- I I put our students up on a very high high pedestal. Like to impress me, they have to be very good, right? And I feel that um, 
sometimes I forget about what else is out there because so, like I watch our trainee shows and like they're better than a lot of pro wrestling shows quote unquote do you know what I mean yeah so like so again so we say so it's called a trainee show but like that's just because that's what the people who are doing it are at the moment but they they're, they're ev- the majority of people so obviously what I say with Portsmouth School of Wrestling we cater for it doesn't matter if you want to do it as a hobby it doesn't matter whether you want to do it as um, as as something you want to turn into a profession it doesn't matter if you want to do it to be a weekend warrior whatever or, or, or just to try it out one time it doesn't matter kind of um, you know what what your motives for getting involved is, as long as you want to work hard and be a part of a team, then you'll get something out of it. So I'm not saying every single person who's on the show is going to wind up going on to big things in the world of professional wrestling, um, but I'm saying every single person on the show is more than worthy of their position on the show, and some of the people on the show will absolutely no doubt go on to achieve big things in the, in the world of professional wrestling. Um, so um, I think that, uh, you know, so I guess what I'm saying is, even though it's got that, you know, the trainee name attached to it in in many ways the quality is is such that it's it's not a trainee show you know um it's the quality is very high and it depends kind of you know where you set your bar and i just i set my bar very very high um and yeah and sometimes you know i'm in that kind of bubble and i and then you take a second out and people show you you know footage from other local shows and you suddenly see it and you're like oh my god like this is being this is being put on as world, yeah. almost under the guise of pro wrestling. You Do know? you think, so because I was and occasionally still am a wrestler, I know what it's like to have a very first match and I know I know what it's like to, for the first time, I mean, I can't remember specifics, but the first time someone said, oh, you're, you're getting better. Oh, that was good today. You know, after someone telling you how terrible I was for so long. Do you think your bar is far higher because I can appreciate Personally, I can appreciate, you know, when I say to you, oh, he was pretty good. And you go, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, but you have got to remember, he's only had three matches. Or yeah. Uh, I feel like, um, okay, so I feel, feel a few things. So I think, like, possibly part of it's got to do with the fact that some, okay, so some of the earlier shows we've done, so our first route, say our first crop of trainees, um, there were people who were, were in that boat. So you'd come to me and say, so there's a few. There's a, this is layered a layered answer yeah. for a change. Yeah. <laughs> so you would say to me, "He's good." I'd be like, "Yeah, he is good. He's got a lot of potential." We'd tell him, "Yeah, you're good, right?" But then they start to, but it's like good for where you are, yeah. right? So then they start to believe it, and then when they don't get what they want straight away, all of a sudden it becomes our fault, yeah. right? So 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 we've seen that a lot, right? Mm. So that's part of the reason. So I don't want to kind of. Um, and, and I don't want anyone to get an ego about it, and I don't want to. I don't want anyone to misconstrue what we're talking about. So I don't want to be, you know, if they if they're good, they're good. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's. I guess that's what, uh, you know. So yeah, if you blow smoke off someone's ass. Yeah. So in the, so I so, so I want to judge everyone on the same scale, and that's the scale of a professional wrestler. So if it was good, I'll tell I'll tell you if it's good for where you are. But at the same time, I'm not gonna. If someone's just showing potential, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, he's well good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. I think another part of it is because obviously, where the school's been going on for longer, the bar gets the bar gets higher on what's considered to be good because obviously the people who've been training for longer get better. So you're now competing. So when before when we do the shows, obviously we used to bring in some pros on the shows as well, um, and uh, very similar to obviously like Hikaleu and uh, Great Okan and. 
you know, show to this weekend, and we used to have pro, you know, bring pros in on the shows um, who'd, who'd been around the circuit, but the, really you're competing against your peers who are of the same level, right? However, those peers that have been doing it longer have got to a higher level, yeah. and as a result, the level you're competing with becomes higher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's, a, that's got a lot to yeah. do with it. And I, um, and, I, and I always want to be my own harshest critic because I never, ever want to get myself into the state. And this goes not just for trainee shows, this goes with my main shows as well. I don't ever get, get myself to the state where um, I kind of, uh, I lower the bar of what I think is, is good because then I feel like if I do that, then there's so much stuff you can give a pass to which you shouldn't. Um, and, and I feel that I always want to deliver the best. Okay. So, yeah, so sometimes it might seem like I'm negative, but... Really, it's in a positive way, you know. Yeah. It's uh, you're like my ex-girlfriend who used to always say, "I'm not a pessimist. I'm just a realist." But no, I you're think that's what you could call me. I'm a realist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm also not like your ex-girlfriend and arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> and a thief and everything <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, but yeah, but is there was anyone in particular that you you know off the top of your head that you thought did particularly well? Of our trainees. Yeah. Um. Nah, none of them are back. <laughs> <laughs> no, of our trainees. Um, so obviously, you, you, the guys who were good, there's the guys who were good. Benjamin Black. Who, who uh, there were guys who were good. Yeah. Who obviously, uh, um, the, the the guys that are obviously regulars on on the circuit now are obviously they so find their outs. The yeah, Damagees. They've obviously real like you know they've obviously. Uh, just got themselves to another level now where they're real confident and stuff. Um, obviously always learning, um, but still they 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 were really good. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I guess uh, there was a young girl, um, Tiffany Ashley Kay. Ashley, Ashley K. Um, That's her real name, Ashley K. All right. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, she was. I thought she was really good for a, for a debut match. Showed a lot of presence. She's only seventeen. Um, had a lot of presence about her. Um, she's not been training for very long, so I thought she did. Um, she did real good. Um, who else did real good? Dirty Dave. Um, Dirty Dave's a funny. He's a, he's a good character. Yeah. My friend Dirty Dave. My as I like his my brother-in-law Jimmy Anvil. <laughs> yeah. He's a real character. He's a character. Um, yeah. Um, what was good? The fin- the end of the show was good. The end of the show, yeah, it involved you, obviously. <laughs> You've involved everyone. <laughs> yeah, the end of the show was good. Yeah, everyone spilled out, setting up the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Revolution um, Rumble, January the 18th. Are tickets on sale yet? They will be, by the time you listen to this. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it was just, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. Everyone did, there was no one who, there was no one who didn't do well. It was, it was a good show all around. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. so. So, if you, but, you know. If you do fancy come down to Portsmouth for a show, well, you'd recommend it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you. I didn't know what you were trying to get out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'd absolutely recommend it. Yeah. Good night out. It's so good. I put my name on it. What's, What's that? that from? The George Foreman Grill. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Hulk Hogan Grill. <laughs> That'd been funny. Nearly. Hulk Hogan did do have a Hulk Hogan griddle though, which I always wanted. I I want to say Ian's got one. Really. Oh, did he have the... No, I think Ian, my friend Ian Logan, has the uh, Thunder Mixer, the Hulk Hogan Thunder Mixer. Uh, I wanted a... Uh, yeah, I really wanted a Hulk Hogan griddle. And just, yeah, couldn't really get one. 
We can look it up on eBay. And, uh, well, I actually looked it up quite recently. It's quite expensive, but I have had... Uh, is it expensive because it speaks of wrestling memorabilia? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Not because of what it does. Uh, no, no, not because of what it does. But it's good. But, like, uh, I've just got... Um, so, anyone who's been following my life story, we had a kitchen put in over the course of a year. <laughs> you asked about Hulk Hogan Griddle, did you? No, you but, like... Them in the, no, in the but, like, I got a new... Um, I got a new uh, oven put in. Yeah. So I lived, so again, I digress, but <laughs> so I lived for about six months of this year without a oven, right? Yeah. Because we had a kitchen, so like to save money, we were doing it bit by bit, right? So we had a kitchen wall, the kitchen wall and the dining room yeah. knocked, knocked down, right? So that was the first thing that happened, right? But obviously the, 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 the cooker was in between, was essentially against that wall. Against the wall so they had yeah. to take the cooker out. Mm-hmm. But then they rerouted a gas pipe to the side of the room so we could still use the cooker. But then when the guy went to install it, he was just like, it's got a little gas leak, right? The cooker's got a little gas leak. It's only a tiny gas leak. And he said, he's probably had it for years. He was like, but I can't sign off on it, right? And he goes, I can't. Good. Yeah. So, so he goes like, I can't sign off on it, and I can't reconnect the gas. He's like, if you want to reconnect the gas when I go, well, you know, turn the thing on and reconnect it when I go. That's up to you. Or, um, but you know, but I can't sign off it on it. And if anything did happen, that's your insurance gone, right? And he said, like, like you said, he's probably been there for you. It was only a tiny leak, but he's mm-hmm. like, just can't do it, uh, not right? Not kids. Dad. So, well, no, I, I, we didn't. So we didn't. Um, I wouldn't have done it anyway, like kids or not. Like yeah. I don't want to risk blowing up my house. Yeah. Um, and um, so as a result, we had like a, uh, essentially it was like a 30 pound, well, maybe it was a 60 pounds like oven thing, which could essentially fit the equivalent of, it was like the size of a microwave with like two hobs on the top. You couldn't control the temperature. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I lived, Camping one. It, like, essentially, yeah, it was yeah. electric, but okay. like, you know, so we lived off that for a year and I forget the point I was making. Oh, so. So the point I'm making is that was a struggle, right? Mm. Anyway, so we got a new oven put in, yep. right? Um, such a good storyteller, I forget my stories. But this new oven came with replaceable plates. So, you know, like on the grill, you have, um, you know, the plates which go on top of the grill that you yeah. put the, the yeah. saucepan on. So you can take that off and you essentially have a griddle thing that you can put on. Okay. So you can do like your eggs on there and like your... Not in a pan. Not in a pan, no. It's like a flat surface, like a, you know, like you get on, you know, like a burger van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. So, so that's why I don't need a Hulk Hogan griddle anymore. So that's why I've not not been looking uh, into it. Oh, okay. So that's the point I was getting to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Hulk Hogan griddle in my life anymore. But I wouldn't mind one if someone wanted to buy one for me. Then go for it. Um, Here we go. Currently, currently unavailable. See. You got a price on that? No. Is that Amazon.co.uk, is it? That's probably, yeah, .co.uk. Should we try .com? It's Christmas, isn't it? So If anyone wants to buy us one, yeah. Maybe we have, a, have it in the office. We could do a grill up once a week. Sandra would go mental as the <laughs> office manager. <laughs> Rare, Hulk Hogan's ultimate dual surface electric contact cooking food. Uh... £121.75 plus tax. Oh, I've got that mug there. Same here, 19 yeah, I've got that. You'd be straight on eBay, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> I sold a Hulk Hogan mug not all that long ago. Not that one. Um, that came with an Easter egg. Yeah, I know. Not what Hulk Hogan so was. I had that mug. Yeah. And then it broke. But then I got given one by Noah, one of the juniors. For real? Yeah, for real. It was Christmas. You got you probably got a PlayStation or something. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Deserve one. Um, 
So yeah, so over time, this Hulk Hogan griddle yeah. was only thirty three dollars thirty three. Oh no, it wasn't. Oh, everything is carny. Is carny. It was three payments of thirty three dollars. Oh, so ninety nine, hundred bucks. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? Um, hundred bucks. Yeah, you are in America. Well done, mate. Well, that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah, and it had like a. Yeah, it was really good. It had a two hundred dollar coupon book with it. Five hundred dollar value. Different. Though. Yeah, because it's $300 grill plus a $200 coupon book. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no, that's not right, is it? <laughs> oh, whatever. We're not buying one. Yeah. Well, if someone, if someone wants to buy one for us, more oh, than welcome. Can. Yeah. Two grill plates, one skillet plate, Hogan Nose uh, grilling book, 60-day money-back guarantee. We wouldn't need our money back. We'd love it. Unless it broke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's, there are an attachments, griddle attachments for George Foreman as well, I see. So but I don't need it anymore, but yeah, I would take it if someone wanted to send <laughs> me one, just again to clarify. Um, cool, some of the stuff you could make on that, like that would make breakfast time a joy, wouldn't it? Look at that. Yeah, you'd soon get bored of it. We had a slow cooker in our house. We used it every night for a week and never used it since. Yeah, we, we do. It's, it's good for the winter, isn't it? Get a stew on. Yeah. Oh my God, it's it's Lindsay now. Yeah, tell get the slow cooker on. Um, All right. So yeah, after after that cockpit, after that show, yeah, Buckland Community. I had a show the next day as well. Oh, you yeah, don't care, did, yeah. so whatever. Not really, wasn't there, was I? Good, good riddance. I had a I had a boy boy's birthday to go to. So we had uh, I had Rob Lyas doing commentary with me instead of you. So I'm just telling you now, I've got his number on speed dial, pal. Oh really? Yeah. You had, yeah. yeah. Cool. The A and R wrestling podcast. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? Mm. It might do though. Doesn't work. Um, Did you enjoy that one though? It was a very good show. Yeah. When are you back good. in Southampton? February twenty third. Oh really? Mm. Okay. So it was a it was a very good show. Really enjoyed it. That had some oh so I've, there's a couple of stories coming out of each of these shows, which the the drama of the shows right. So before the show. So on Saturday. On Saturday, so I came to it. So we did the train. Did train until three o'clock. You guys went down to the Buckland Dome. Yep. I came to the office and I was doing some work because we've had, like, I've been slammed. So obviously Zoe's not here at the moment, and I, and um, and I've been slammed with this uh, Christmas deliveries, right? So I came to do some parcels because I don't work Mondays because I look after my boy. Dad, right? Dad. So. I didn't want to miss a day's post, so I came to the office and did some parcels. Um, and anyway, <coughs> that meant I was later than usual getting to the venue. So I got to the venue, I got everything out, my bag, ready to go. The only thing I had to do was ho- essentially hook up my laptop to the uh, sound system, yeah. right? And, and, this and is plug in, years of and plug in the microphone. System. So we took, yeah, we, so we took our own, we took our own system, system our, old, our own sound system for years and years and years and years. And then about a year ago, they were just like, oh, you can use ours if you want. It, it, it would have, did we have a It was this time last year. Was because it? Because okay. I, it was, because I had, because uh, I had a show in Chelmsford the same day, right? That's right. So, yeah. um, and I, yeah, I think it was Chelmsford show the same day. Yeah, something clashed. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I, so and I gave you the, I, I sent you up with, I sent you with a sound system we could use. Yeah. And then, I think you were just like, can we just use yours? Yeah. You someone must have dropped the. You didn't want to set the it up. Shell. We've got our own. 
Yeah. No one's ever told us. Yeah. So we just can plug into their sound system. So for the last year, we've just been using their sound system, which makes life a lot easier, which means there's no, there's no like, uh, you know, relying on the students to break all my equipment like they used to do. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. A, because that was, a, that was a theme. Like I was getting progressively more annoyed. Um, and this reason why we don't have as much setup as we used to have when we started doing it, because I would take stuff to the, to the shows <coughs> and either and it would, we'd leave it to the students to pack down and it would either something would get broken or something wouldn't get back right and i wouldn't know about it until we then got to one of my shows the next one the next show which i was setting up for which wasn't a student show and you got a lot less bodies on hand to help out setting up and all of a sudden it's like this is broken or this cable's missing or that cable's missing so it just you know, it's, it was very frustrating to do, like, that my stuff wasn't getting looked after. And anyway, so um, so the years of doing that, like, to the venue to then turn around and be like, oh, you can use ours, and everything just stays there. It's your it's a, yeah, and it's a, just a blessing. It just makes life easier for everyone. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. So, but this Saturday. This Saturday, we get there. So, I, so obviously, typically, I turn up later than normal. Everything's set up good to go. I mean, I just need to plug in the cables, but the, the sound system's kept in a locked box. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to ask her to unlock it until... I'll, I'll get everything out first, and then we'll unlock it once it's all out. Um, so I've got everything set up good to go. And as a, and then I, I went and asked a lady to open up the thing. She opened up one thing, and there was no cables in there, right, at all. Right, and we needed two cables, one for the one for the microphone and one for the uh, one for the laptop. And there was no cables in there. So I said to her, Oh, do you know where the cables are? She's like, Oh no. She's like, Oh, it might be in this other cupboard here, right? And it was a cupboard underneath it. And um it was padlocked and she's trying all the different keys and she's like, The keys aren't working. <laughs> the keys aren't working. Can you give it a try? It should be this key here. Can you give it a try? So I tried it, it didn't work. So I was just like well, I guess that means we have to go through every single key on your key ring. And there must be like 50 <laughs> keys on the key I ring. I didn't know this bit. Right? But fortunately, it was about the fourth key in oh, that I it? did it. Okay. Right? And I unlocked it. So I opened it up and I found uh, the cable for the microphone. So I was like, phew, that's done. I also found a microphone. So we don't even need to take a microphone. Oh, okay. I remember that. So time, yeah. I found the, cable for a micro- I found the cable for the microphone. So I was like, that's there. Uh, couldn't find the cable for the laptop. So I, I asked her about it. She goes, oh, it's here somewhere. It's here somewhere. She's like, oh, it might be in this cupboard that she didn't have a key for. Or she couldn't find the key for it. She's like, they've changed all the locks. So um, she couldn't get into that cupboard. And then she phoned Anne, who, of course, is the spiritual leader of the Butler <laughs> Community Centre. And, uh, and Andrew's just like, well, you can check my office. There's a cable in the drawer. That might be the cable they need. She said, but if the cable's not there, it must have been stolen. So like, by a previous by a previous person, not yeah, us. Because yeah. the the statement I've just given would lead you to believe it would be just like us to go <laughs> there and have a cable <laughs> go missing. But um, but yeah, so a, but a previous booker between so whenever our last show was last October, month, month yep. before October, between October and December, one of the hirers of the Buckland Community Centre has nicked a cable. So I said, well, what can we do about this? And I just got the don't know. <laughs> so then, and the time by this point was what time do you reckon? Six thirty. Doors were at six thirty. Okay, so it was it was six thirty because the door like so basically as doors opened, yeah, I was like I need to find this cable. So I was like I'm going to go around Portsmouth. Obviously, normal shops are closed, but Tesco's, Asda, etc. are open, and I knew that Tesco's had one. But I knew if I went to Tesco's, I probably wouldn't have made it back in time for the start of the show. So I was just like I pray Asda has one, and we we got there 
we got the cable. They had the cable. Fortunately, I found it relatively quickly and was able to shoot back to Buckland Community Centre. I got back at 10 to 7, 10 minutes before the show was supposed to start. Put some music on for the put patrons some, coming in. Put some music on for the patrons coming in. Finally, we got a bit of atmosphere in the room. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and Bob's your uncle. The show happened. Everyone had entrance music. Um, and, yeah. Have you ever done a show about the entrance music? No, never. Have you? I'm thinking I've, I must have done. I mean... But I'm not off the top of my head. I, I've definitely I, had... I've, I've, definitely done, I've done shows where there may as well not be entrance music because the sound system <laughs> is so crap. I've definitely, I've definitely wrestled but I've not had entrance music. But someone reminded me of a story of when Matt Seidel was at your call. Oh, yeah. So that... So the... Something crashed. Yeah, he came out with no music. Yeah, to wrestle yeah. Will Ospreay? To wrestle Will Ospreay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah. I forgot about that. That was a big drama at the time. Like it was so frustrating that that happened. I bet that was so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just uh, and that was a, and that was again that was a show where so the Spud thing was at the end of a show as well, and it just felt flat. It's just like oh, and the show was overrunning because Rikishi lost his iPhone. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was oh, that show. Very well, yeah. It was all on that show. So um, so yeah, but and it's funny because I'd forgotten about that because when you watch it back on the on demand or on DVD, he's got music. <laughs> like magic, oh, okay. like magic. Um, yeah, so that was very frustrating. Obviously, that was Matt Seidel's first appearance after WWE as well. So yeah. it's just like ah, oh. but there you go. Um, and I've I'm trying to think of other times it's happened. There's been times where it's kind of where the sound system's like it's, has stopped or something. Um, oh, one of the venues we ran had a ve- had a sound limiter on. So like if a, so whenever you'd come out, so like if the music hit a certain peak then uh, the sound system would just shut off. Right. Right, because obviously it's, a, it's one of these things where um, it's a licensing condition of some venues. So, t- so the neighbours might complain about... The noise reduction. Uh, uh, yeah, so the neighbours might complain about music, the volume of music. So they put in a, a noise limiter on the sound systems. So the venue is allowed to get their licence, but the compromise is their music can't go over this certain level. But the catch is, if it hits that level, and that goes on for more than two seconds then the sound just cuts out. It just cuts. Okay. And it's down for like five seconds. Clever, isn't it? And then it comes back on. Yeah. yeah. Right? So um, so I've done shows like that where that's happened and only in a couple of matches that's happened, but that's... Uh, Enough. Yeah, because it just instantly takes the audience out of it, doesn't <laughs> it? And then like when it comes back on, you get that ironic... Yeah. So, yeah. I was beginning to think that I was going to have to sing every end because we got the microphone working. I was beginning to think I was going to have to sing every uh, everyone's entrance on the and microphone. You, we all know you can't sing, so. but we know from the wrestling challenge that I'm really, really good at doing tunes. Yeah, right. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so that was one piece of drama. Southampton show, more drama. Um, so before the show, um, so th- there's a lift situation going on. Um, so we had a. Hold on, you mean wrestlers getting in the wrestlers car? Wrestlers getting yeah, in the not car. A elevator. Sorry. Situation. No. So, first of all, Dan Maloney pulled out shoulder injury. Um, so, obviously, that's never good news to hear. So, we wish, wish Dan a speedy recovery. He said he should be good by Sunday, where we're at your call. Um, so, hopefully, hopefully he'll be fine then. But, um, but yeah, as a precautionary measure, we took him off the show because of that shoulder injury. Um, so, we had to find a last minute replacement for him. So, that was the first thing. And that, you never want to have to replace a wrestler, but, um, you know, it was almost like, well, that's my bad thing for the, sh- for the day gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I see Carlos Romo had tweeted saying, I'm in Spain. My, flight's, my flight back from Spain's delayed. So hopefully I'll get to wrestle speedball. Like This is a match I've wanted for ages, something like that. Put it out there on Twitter before messaging me to let me know what was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't know who he was travelling up with. Um, 
because I told him to make make a meet with a London car, right? Um, he was coming from Stansted. So he was coming from Stansted. I just told him to make a meet with a London car. But instead of making the meet with a London car, he he asked the car which was coming up from the Midlands to make a meet with him. But it w- the car that's coming up from the Midlands also contained half the show, right? So Carlos's flight was running late, and the and then the Midlands car, which was was supposed to be coming straight to Southampton, was now detouring via Stansted to get Carlos. And then by the time they got him, like, th- there was no way they were going to make it in time for the show. So I started the show, and Pretty Deadly were working somewhere else beforehand, so they were coming to do the double. So they, they weren't going to get there until half five earliest. So I started the show with only four complete matches. And there first was a the, there was a, then it was the first half, <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, the order the order was going to be slightly different. The order worked the way we did it. The order was going to be slightly different the way we were, the way the, the way it actually happened. But like, uh, but as obviously, like, I, I've never been in that situation. So I've been in the situation where we've had doubles or someone turning up late, and you're hoping this person turns up on time. But I've never been in the situation where whereby uh, I have an entire half of a show where I don't have a complete match. And I don't really know what, was, um, what I would have done had, had the people, uh, had they not turned up on time. But fortunately, um, everyone turned up on time. They, they arrived during the, the last match before intermission. Um, so we were able to, to go ahead with the full show. Um, otherwise, there may have been some significant changes to the card. Um, but, um, but everyone got there. And the, as a result, um, the show went really well, and it yeah, was people, it was people a great just show. don't know, don't know the the, the, oh, the, the trouble the you go. Th- not you, yeah. Just <coughs> every <coughs> every not, show not specifically, like the uh, just running a wrestling show is so yeah. I think every show easy. every show there's a drama which probably isn't seen by the general public, um, and and it's it is very stressful. A lot of it is very stressful, um, but obviously it's just. One of those things, and I always say, is it's interesting because every time you have a situation occur, um, you don't really know how to. The first time it happens, you don't really know how to deal with it, and then once it's happened, you kind of just feel that more secure that you know how to deal with something in these situations, yeah. right? And obviously, I've always had, I've many times had people doing the double, turning up late, and had to change the card around on the fly. But I think it would have been interesting to see how <laughs> how I would have made up a second half. Um, I would have done it. We would have done. We would done have made something work. Just so you know, every, every, every all the winners are now through <laughs> to the second half of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's the the things you don't see are, are very interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, but the show itself was real good, and I really like the crowd in Southampton. So we need to grow the numbers in Southampton. That's obvious. Um, but like the shows in Southampton being in the quality's been consistently getting better and better. So I haven't, um, I haven't seen this Sunday's, but I remember doing a tweet about the previous one, which would have been when? Uh, October, October, I think. October? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was the day after our previous Blackman show, I think. And I remember just saying that was a brilliant show. Yeah, and this one was better. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like the d- and they're consistently good. And I really, really like the crowd there. I think that um, they, they come to have a good time. Um, so hopefully we can hopefully we can grow on that and going into next year. Um, it's obviously one of the key places I'd love love to grow, especially because it's only half an hour away from my house. So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, getting home doesn't it? So I actually get home earlier because we do an earlier show. I got I got home earlier from Southampton than I did from Buckland. You didn't. So you didn't you didn't miss your bedtime? No, I didn't. No. Uh, okay, well done. I did actually. I stayed up and uh, I stayed up and edited the <laughs> edited the show. 
and had it oh, ready okay. to go on demand. He would have got. He would have been on demand on um, on Monday morning. Had Pivot Share got their act together, um, but as a result, it went up Monday evening, and everyone was like, "That was quick." I was just thinking to myself, "You should have seen how quick it would have been if uh, if <laughs> Pivot Share were share. messing around." Um, so yeah, check it out on rpwondemand.com. It's good. Cool. Um, okay. Let's so, do the game. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it. Why? Well, because we've run out. Yeah, but we've got a book. We've got, we've oh, got wait, book. no, wait. <laughs> we've got a book. We had an idea, didn't we? So Someone gave us an idea. <coughs> yeah, but we're not going to do the book because it's too obvious, isn't it? Why? I have to fly that on you. What do you mean it's too obvious? Um, okay, don't worry. I'm f- I'll find another one. Don't okay. worry. Uh, it's your turn anyway. No, it's not. Yes, oh, it, it is. is. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? Christ. Go on, then. I'm thinking. Uh, oh, I've no. Had, I've actually got one, but I'm going to save that till next week. All right, save it. Uh, I've got a really good one as well, I think. Okay. Oh, this is well hard, isn't it, to think of one? Yeah. Alright, I think I've got one. Okay, well you got one of the thirty week yeah. wrestling challenge. So now just to clarify, it should be Andy and Andy's thirty one week wrestling challenge. Okay, alright, I think I've got one. Go on then. Andy's This is wrong. And Andy's thirty week wrestling challenge. Andy's and Andy's 30-week wrestling challenge. Andy and Andy's 30-week wrestling challenge. Not a clue. Andy's. And, 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 and Andy's 30-week wrestling challenge. Andy and Andy's 30-week wrestling challenge. Andy's and Andy's 30-week wrestling challenge. 31-week. Andy's Andy and Andy's, not Andy's and Andy's. What? You're going Andy's and Andy's. It should be Andy and Andy's. Oh, okay. And it's 31 weeks. You can't get cross me if you don't get it right. That <laughs> well, good. that's obviously the reason I can't get it right, isn't it? Because <laughs> you're not doing it properly. You're not playing the game proper. Andy... Uh, uh, and then and then these thirty one re- week wrestling <laughs> challenge. Close. Does it even ring a bell? In no, I'm trying. One more time. And these thirty one week wrestling challenge. No, no idea. Well, I don't know where it is. Okay, start again. Start again. Start again. Okay, let me think. What? 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 I think I'm. I think I might have a guess. Okay, but you go. Okay, I've got. I think. I think this might be off the mark. <coughs> I think it might be off the mark. Yeah. But I'm gonna guess Yokozuna. No, we've done Yokozuna. Oh. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> that sounds. It could be that. No. <laughs> Andy, 
Ananananandis. No idea. El Matador, Tito Santana. Da, 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 Do you know what I think the main issue was? Da, 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 got... <laughs> the fact that we're trying to shoehorn words into this. No, no, no. I think, I think the main issue is I literally had no idea what Tito Santana's music was. Right. <laughs> so you, you, could, you could have played. You could have, about? Oh, we all know you've got an affinity for the first match of WrestleMania <laughs> 8 because that's your first wrestling show, right? My first. Um, yeah, I'd watched wrestling on the telly, but it was my, my uncle taped it. So pull it up. I'll pull it up. Right, and I, but I, I want to stress, no idea. I had no idea whatsoever. You don't even know what El Matador's song was. No. Oh, you'll know it when you hear it. Why well, just saying uh, it to you? It, well, it might be you. It might, you, you might be the issue. Uh, no, it's not. It might be Tito Santana. It'd be El Matador. There you go. Well, just below it, directly below it. Oh, sorry. That's not it. It's fifteen seconds long. Oh, it's an advert. <laughs> La, 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 la. We don't support this. We don't support this unless you wanna. Well, they're charging me a lot pay of money. For, unless you wanna pay us some money, Sky. Yeah, we we can sponsor you, Sky. Sky, you can sponsor us if you wanna send us some money. And then the. Ah <laughs> Interesting. I would never have got that in a million years. You don't years. know that you've never heard this track before. Well, obviously I've heard it, but it's not like a... No, I thought you were a wrestling fan, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> obviously not as big a fan as you. It's Reba, not Ariba. That's what Bobby... Because Reba McIntyre sings the national anthem or... WrestleMania 8. Again... Maybe WrestleMania 8's not my favourite WrestleMania of all time. Oh, I love WrestleMania 8. Mine was WrestleMania 9 for a long time. <laughs> Everyone calls it crap, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I th- yeah, that was the first one I stayed up for. Yeah. I remember like uh, when, was it Crush got smashed by Doink and Bobby Heenan oh, was like, or maybe the ref- did the referee yeah. get bumped? And the re- Bobby, yeah, I just, remember, the Bobby, but I just remember Bobby Heenan going, he's down and he can't get up. Yeah, I might be talking about Crush. Mm. It was good. Yeah. So anyway, WrestleMania 8, brilliant WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, so what is the 31-week wrestling challenge? Favourite piece of wrestling merchandise. What, that I've ever seen or I ever own? Or well, it doesn't specify. Okay. So the first piece of WWF memorabil- uh, merchandise I ever owned as a little boy, apart from the SummerSlam 1992 programme that my friend's, my brother's friend dropped a hot dog covered in ketchup on, uh, with the Bret Hart shades. You owned Bret Hart Shades? Yeah, and my brother... Or did I own the Bret Hart Shades? My brother owned the I remember my other brother got a foam Hacksaw Jim Duggan 2x4. Maybe my other brother was just too old by then to actually want anything. So Chris, yeah. I think Chris Roberts was in two minds whether to buy one of those off Hacksaw Jim Duggan at WrestleCon last year. He wound up not buying it. I told him he's going to regret it. Yeah, what, a foam one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, actually, I think he might have just been selling pieces of wood. He d- well, so Steve Linsky, who we'll talk about later, has a story... How in when the memorabilia well, before they were called comic cons they were called memorabilia's and you go meet Ian Wright or whoever Ian Wright was probably still playing at the time but Hacksaw Linsky took Hacksaw to memorabilia in Birmingham FW had a stall there and Hacksaw was just selling pieces of wood that just said Hacksaw you know two yeah, not bad crisps. just go down the yeah just go down B and Q have your cut offs yeah but they're like <laughs> twenty thirty quid or something you just send them for good markup yeah. In, I like it. Yeah. That's uh, enterprising. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so, but that's not my favourite. That was just my first piece. Well, of I never asked you what your first piece was. I, I just wanted to know what your favourite was. I'm trying to think was. anything cool like that I might 50 own. minutes in. This, this episode has to go at least another 23 minutes. <laughs> no, yeah. I've got stuff to I quite do. like my uh, WWF scrapbook I own. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. I right. said merchandise. Okay, all right. That's not a piece but of what merch. Is yours? What might yours be? Uh, I had Stone Cold Steve Austin dog tags I was pretty fond of. Yep. We talked about those, yeah. Yep. Um, mm. oh, I'll tell you what I bought. Hold on, is the question favourite? Yeah. Okay. The favourite thing I ever owned as a kid. What would it? What else would it be? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Wrestling merchandise. <laughs> Just talk about it. Uh, I loved my DX top. I did, I've told the story about me not having a proper DX top, right? Yeah. Well, I had a DX top. But, but it wasn't. And it was official, but it wasn't words, the so iconic. Yeah, but it said two words. No, uh, sorry. It said Mine said six, six, six and stones yeah, can break future. your bones, but D-Generation X can seriously harm you. Yeah, yeah, I had that too. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one I got. Uh, but I, for some reason, when I was four, I was fourteen, like the summer of '98, do you know what I bought at the back of the catalogue, the the clearance section, a six foot six diesel stand. <laughs> <laughs> at fourteen years of yeah, age, I just want it. It was like fourteen. <laughs> I just want it. I just <laughs> want it. Why'd you get? Because I wanted it. Um, Not to say I had any disposable income, but I had a paper round, and I was like, "Oh, Dad, I, I used to pay for a lot of stuff in my paper round." Yeah, I was like, "Can you mm. can you write me a check for this?" I've sent it to Mar- Martin Goldsmith. <laughs> and it came in the middle of the summer. I did think about some merchandise that I my favourite merchandise, but it's gone, gone out my head. Um, did you never own Bret Hart shades? No, never. Not until recently, when I owned like fifty pairs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, I had like my Hulk Hogan jumper. I loved that. Can see that on my Twitter. I never had. Closely. I never I had a Hulk picture. Rules t-shirt. I didn't have a Hulk Rules T-shirt until until I got a Hulk's Rules T-shirt when I met him at the at his oh, shop. His shop. Yeah. yeah, Hulk's Rules number okay. one. Say your prayers. Very clever. Uh, yeah, it's good. Good shirt. Uh, trying to think. Merchandise. Um. Pogs. I never ho- owned a pog. Well, if we go by what you owned, you didn't own a lot, did you? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but to be fair, actually, the overall favourite thing I've ever owned has got to be the figures, the Hasbro's. Yeah, figures, I guess, yeah. yeah. The ring, maybe. Yeah. First ring. Um, I remember I was buzzing when I got the Dude Love action figure. Auntie Mavis Dude Love? Me. Yeah. So, like, I used to put them on my wall. I used to stick them on my wall what, in their boxes. Oh, Okay. And I was amazed because a dude love figure came with a steel chair. That was exciting. Yeah. I was a bit older then, but it was just the attention to detail with the action figures I hadn't seen. Yeah. Um, I think I it was when they, uh, uh, when, they switch, uh, when they switched over to Mattel. So, um, no, it wasn't when they switched over to Mattel, was it? It was still a Jax figure. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But it was just, it was just a higher level of detail than you'd be used to seeing. Um, so... Um, yeah, that was good. I was trying to think if there's anything else I really enjoyed. Well, I just I want to share this funny little anecdote. So yesterday, so obviously it's a really busy period for my eBay shop, right? And I'm selling on there. I don't know if this is extortionately priced or anything, but I've got 10 watches. So a WWF Hasbro wrestling with original box parts and instructions. It's in really good condition, right? So look, that bring back any memories for you? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to buy it? 
Hundred and nine ninety nine. You're yeah. having a laugh on. No, that's what. That's it got ten watches on it. That's telling me that's going to go. I'll give you a tenner. I'll tell you what, you can have it for hundred quid, and I'll bring it now. No. All right. See so. Anyway, I got this message. Completely out of the blue. Wow, sick. Great condition and fantastic childhood memories. Look, fantastic childhood memories. Looking at this, I didn't say I'm going to buy it. He just wanted to tell me, like, looking at the picture. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to reply. Cool, why don't you buy it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've got run to reply to that one yet. Um, I was quite excited when I got a second-hand WCW ring. The, the cage one. of the one. cage, yeah. yeah it had all the cool. parts and everything. I got it from, oh, I don't know, where did I, maybe a, a Christmas bazaar, maybe, at the, at the church, oh, St. Right. Michael's Church Hall. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. I remember seeing my first wrestling figure second-hand at a book sale. Yeah. But it's it's good good toy that is a yeah. WCW ring. Yeah, why did WF never do it? But cage? isn't it weird, weird how the WCW ring was better than WWF ring? Well, the, I had the cage, like, but they, it was better. It had the little box on the corner you could yeah, jump but that off. That wasn't real. That wasn't. No one had that in real life. So? No, I wasn't into stuff like that. Okay, just say it had to be true to you know as true to scale as you could get. And well, I preferred the WCW ring. But the WWF figures were obviously miles better. <laughs> You felt more like a grown-up with the WCW toys, though, didn't you? Yeah. Because they were more like models, weren't oh, they? Oh, okay, really? yeah. Oh, these aren't toys, they're, yeah. they're models. Yeah. Uh, so we're agreeing the figures, are we? Yeah, let's just go with figures. Okay. All right, should we get to our... Um, yeah, so... So, this week... We're trialling something, aren't we? We're going to do a watch-along. Okay. So, you've heard us talk, and, and I feel like uh, perhaps we can... With, we can talk about a bit more about what comes from it. Uh, maybe, um, maybe it will get... Oh, God. I had it all queued up. We're still good. Right, so maybe... Hang on. <laughs> Technical issues. Okay, so um, maybe this will give us... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not... Presi- I'm legit... Oh, I see what's happening. Your belly's falling <laughs> on the space bar. Um, so uh, this might give us some more topics to talk about in future weeks but we're actually going to do a little watch along with an FWA documentary we're like what can we talk about it's only going to take 20 minutes because we talk rubbish for so long yeah and 57 minutes in it yeah. seems we found uh, we found it we've got it so we're going to have a watch along it's called other sides on the ropes FWA documentary okay now this was on YouTube it's on YouTube we're watching yep. it Um, so search for it and watch it along with us, okay? okay. Um, but you don't have to watch it along with us. We can just okay. Should I give some quick context as to? Yeah, it's so a Channel Four. This aired on. Yeah, right? this is a Channel Four documentary. Are you pl- are you playing it? Are you? No, no. Okay. So lead Channel up. Oh, do you documentary. think we should play it while this is on, or when should I press play? Well, we'll do. Well, Bruce Pritchard. I never do the watch songs, but I listen to them. But they go okay. five, four, three, two. You know. So this documentary produced by Channel Four was filmed. I want to say October, November of two thousand. It's around No Surprises 2. That's right. October, October 2000. Sorry, how did I get Portsmouth. that wrong? So anyway, I Pyramid d- Centre in Portsmouth, down well, the road. We're going to get all, get to that. Oh, sorry. No so, spoilers. Uh, so this <laughs> this came about shortly, just as I was starting training. Maybe I'd been training about six six weeks or so. And it was right around the time there was a company at the time called UCW that had come on, come on the scene. They'd given people contracts, hadn't they? That's right. So like Alex... Johnny Storm, Alex Jody. Shane, Johnny Storm, Jody Fleisch, Doug Williams, maybe. Yeah, and Alex was LX Blade, wasn't he? He was a robot. That's right. So anyway, so these guys couldn't be 
on FWA shows. Um, and as far as I'm aware, I remember they, they came down to film at the Portsmouth Training School. So you'll see actually probably some of the only last remaining footage of the place where I actually learned to wrestle because they've since knocked down that building, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, it, and it actually aired, just coincidentally, I don't think this was by design at all, aired about three days before my first ever match as well. So it was quite a cool week. I was quite excited to see what I was going to be on the documentary. You're quite excited thinking like, uh, well, I'm going to be on, uh, I'm going to be a Channel 4 TV star. And it, and it aired, I believe, at approximately one in the morning. Like, no but lie. It was literally one in the morning. It became a tape trader's favourite. Did you, did, were you aware I, of it? Yeah, I was, I had a videotape of it. Uh, but were you aware of it when it aired or no. anything like that? No, no, no. Okay. So the most the, the the most recent one I could remember well, the earliest documentary on FWA I could remember airing was uh uh it was a, from the show they did in Acton it was on E4 oh Jody uh, was in Jody it. was in it yeah. yeah that's right I only saw that I want to say within the last twelve months I that was the first I mean time Jody seen posted it. about it yeah you can actually see me in that documentary as Didn't well you? you'd have to spot me see if you can it's easy to see it's, it's easy to spot me because I'm wearing a obnoxious coat. But yellow or something. It's like yeah, it's like blue. yellow and blue. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, right. It's like Arsenal away kit colours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we'll do a countdown. Five. This is assuming the internet keeps up as well, because it might. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this business internet. I tell you, it's the worst. You have to pay. You pay more money for a worse service. Yeah, so well, it's not a proper. It's not a proper business. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like so. You, they they charge you more money because they're like, oh, it's a business with like hundreds of people. I mean, it's just me trying to. Mm. Watch an FWA documentary. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, five, four, FWA on the ropes. <laughs> YouTube. Okay. Yep. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So, the other side must have been a, some sort of series. And I remember I was there for all of this, watching Mark and Paul, Paul Travell. Hazardous Paul Travell later became Righteous Paul Travell. A British wrestling revival is being planned. After touring the country for nearly two years, the Frontier Wrestling Alliance are now just one week away from one of their biggest shows yet. I think we can it's leave the, the commentary town. going in the background. Yeah? Otherwise it's going to be a lot of dead air, isn't it? Instead of one of the older sports, you have to go right back to the Greco- This is the voice of Elazar. Elazar Cabrera, FWA promoter. He always, um, oddly intimidated me. Like, he's very softly spoken, quite gentle, but... I think I was in. I was when I was sixteen. He was a proper grown up, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like. A, but this was a whole new world to me. Like, yeah. like I was meeting men. He was outside adults. St Mary's Church, there. Look, that's right. Yeah, which is um, just down the road. It's James Ty. FWA, FWA, Iron Lion. And when you look at it, none of them look like wrestlers, do they? No, but we always said that James looked more like. Him. Eventually, he did. I've met Mark's parents. I'm not surprised he said they were dead against it. There I am, Black Hoodie. Is that you? That's me. Looking at the wall. Yeah. Look, just trying to be on camera. <laughs> and see that man on the left there with the baseball cap? I'm watching you. If you, that was John Farrer. The oh, okay. Man whose ring Linsky didn't deliver the yeah, ring. You're to. on his hit list. I didn't have the best of times, so... Uh, but the my brother's had a field day. <laughs> field day with that line. Quite unsympathetically. <laughs> 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 
Justin Richards. Is that Scotty Rock there? Scotty Rock. Wearing his ring gear as well, look. For <laughs> <laughs> anyone who doesn't know, Scotty Rock used to wrestle in those. <laughs> Rob Van Dam doing the old Rob Van Dam pose. Got gold was that you again? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a bump in a minute. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you recognise that terminology? I pretty much replicate this yeah. word for word. Justin was the um, FWA champion at the time. Terrible bump. Even worse. Brilliant. Oh, it was you. <laughs> yeah, I like your hairdo. Yeah. I'd like to. You have curtains there. You're, look, you're trying to, you're taking after Mark Sloan. <laughs> look, you copied his hairdo. You copied his hairdo but perfectly. In all seriousness, Mark was like my new hero. hero. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> You've copied his hair. <laughs> I don't know. I always had curtains. The first time I've ever been back to the same venue twice. Yeah, but this was recorded in 2000. And Do you remember uh, Graham? Yeah, this man, Graham Pengeli, uh, he nicked a Guns N' Roses CD off me. Really? <laughs> Did I borrow that? and never saw him again. He used to wrestle as the big G, I think. Just killing kayfabe on yeah, national so now TV. We're, so this is... We're getting into a real couple of louts in the background, layering off at the camera. But this is Elazar here. He's sort of discussing, obviously, baby faces, good guys, bad guys. But you didn't... That was far, far less prevalent than it is now. Yeah, like even the terminology face and heel wasn't really widely known, was it? No, I mean, I don't think I knew on my first day of wrestling training, and that was in 2000. Well, you clearly didn't. Look at your hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Portsmouth. The show's in Portsmouth, so it makes sense that he would then be challenging the heel champion. I thought they were talking about you for a minute. <laughs> no, Paul Travell. Paul Travell's going to challenge... Justin uh, Richards, like the FWA uh, champion. Not like to get hometown to be insulted, or you can pick uh, pick on him individually, uh, insult their children. Insult Look how pleased with himself, Justin's <laughs> looking. <laughs> just telling like, he's just like he's. But just just this man, Justin Richards, he was the epitome of someone who was such a fantastic, not a great pro wrestler, great amateur wrestler, Hang on. but. By a lot of people. FWA not included. You sure about that, Paul? Not really selling it. He's, he's got, cur he's got, he's got curtains as well. Yeah, so he was big at the time. Was he engaged? No, he was married. He was married. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was married. Why didn't I know that? He, d he didn't last long. Uh, I know because when I knew him, he wasn't married. No. Sometimes with the face, you know, maybe interfere on their behalf or just be like a cheerleader. It's a three-way match, which means there's three guys in the match. Right? What's happened to her? I Angel, I don't know. She went out with Annie Webb. She went out with Guy Thunder for a bit. Should we Google? Should we, should we have a look on Facebook? <laughs> Annie Webb. I don't. I don't think beyond seeing her here, and beyond seeing her maybe one or two more shows, I didn't see her at all. She, she, she had a little cameo from Doug Williams. Do she split up with them, and uh, there's the uh, Victoria Iron Lines. See Victoria there. De Montfort there. Again, just like killing kayfabe, isn't it? That's yeah. really Max Aleska also knows wow. Max voltage. Cool. He looks about five there. But that's when he was auditioning for Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. 
And this is the ultimate hatchet job. This is the way Mark described it to me. He said, listen to this girl talk about... Just do wrestling. You're not going to get that much exposure. You're not going to get used as much as you would if you ballet as well. So whereas I don't want to just ballet, I don't want to just wrestle either. I want to do both. That is the best way to go about it. That is the best way to get used the most. My character, Victoria de Montfort, she's basically a posh, rich bitch who gets exactly what she wants from exactly who she wants. She's basically control freak, power freak, and because she is those things, she has to get everything she wants. She seems to know and who her character is. Yeah. The, the, the shows and the storyline she's had, um, like the bra and panty match, that was just about power. Couldn't do that well. anymore, could you? Bra no, and panty absolutely match. absolutely not. That was quite a big selling point for pro wrestling, wrestling though. It, it was, yeah. It was like the ladder match. You know, we can't have a cage match, so we'll, we'll get a ladder match and bra and panty match. Like she was worth something. So this is obviously full rehearsals for a spot they're going to do at the show. Yeah, and you can it's all very clearly videoed and to be aired on, despite being one yeah. o'clock in the morning, and national I TV. And I would to pull back as well and say, you know Paul Travell's saying about, um, about uh, you know, not being respected and whatever. That's a, a very, uh, you can very clearly hear the, the old school, new school divides, can't you? Well, like you Paul know? being new school wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And, and kind of, and you can see that he's obviously had some negative treatment. It was very real for him. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, you're not respected yeah. by anyone, etc. I think that's a very... Uh, He'd probably been to, you know, seriously. To an all-star locker room all or whatever. All-star, probably down at Selsey or yeah. Butlins and... Yeah, not treated very nicely. But when you look at him, you can kind of <laughs> see why people would that do Domino's that. That Domino's is still there. That's North End in Portsmouth. Oh, hang on. Can't even say his name right. Hopefully... Do you think he would have done? Not in Portsmouth. He sounds like me. Fingers crossed. They're not. They're not bad. I'm really looking forward to catch fights. I'm happy that I'm going to be doing something active as long as. I don't get <laughs> Like at the last show, the Dudley show, I didn't really get involved too much. I got groped. That was about it. They don't really wow. make her sound too intelligent. No. And there's a, there's a bit later on. And to be fair, she was a lovely girl, but I didn't really... I never really saw her be on this, but a couple of other times maybe. Because you were a little boy. That's yeah, but in reality, I was 16 probably at this time. She was probably 19, 20 maybe. Just getting attention from the older boys. Yeah. Try and get a response from the audience. There's nothing worse than having an audience that just sits there going, oh, yeah, great. You know, you want them to have a reaction to what you're doing. It's very different from performing on a stage. Um, I don't know, say, performing Shakespeare or contemporary play or something. Because when you she come seems on a bit posh, stage was she? Yeah, I think she's like, well educated. You know, like there's she did a music video for quite a famous band once. So what on earth was she doing in? But if you go out in front I, of I don't know. Maybe Nick, uh, Elizar comes to your shows now, doesn't yeah. he? So yeah. maybe we could ask him. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the crowd. She doesn't strike me as a wrestling fan. No, but I think she probably just like performing thing. arts. Maybe they mm. don't even notice that you know you're not saying something. They they don't even notice. Well, he looks devastated. Well, basically, uh, just found out that um, 
due for the unfortunate death of uh, American wrestler Yokozuna. Um, unfortunately, it looks like we're not going to be able to use Mr. Otani for our show on Sunday. Uh, we were hoping that was going to be one of our surprise elements, but you know, due to circumstances changing. You know, First of all, I didn't realise it was front page news, Yokozuna. <laughs> yeah. I oh, don't remember being front page news. And also, yeah. <laughs> how on earth are those connected? <laughs> connected. <laughs> Not in any way, shape or form. Do you think you will make money out of it? It should take another couple of years because we've still got to get all our equipment and lights and everything else. Sounds like me again. <laughs> <laughs> should we get to make money out of it? Well, <laughs> seven years in. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> and then that's when we'll be making the money. And this scene right here, pay attention to this scene because this got so much ribbing from like the old school, from you know like Scott Conway's as well. Like Mark's here talking about his entrance way, and we get it being that kind of maybe that younger generation of like ECW. ECW stood around here, yeah. Uh, so we kind of understood how like sometimes things that look crappy look cool. Yeah, but absolutely. they were like, oh my god, that. But was it's like it is a good commercial break. But like yeah, but you make a good point, and in many ways. Um, it's that, it's that kind of entrance way. Yeah, it might look crappy, but they've made an effort. Oh, which <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not just like a, a door. Yeah. I just saw Jodie. Yeah, Jodie's in this a little bit, yeah. Jodie Fleisch. Wow. That's gross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's another, they've kind of made her look silly again. Yeah. You know? Maybe she deserved it. I don't know. I don't mean know her. Again, when we see Ella's I'm going to write down a whole list of questions. He's already oh, said, he always had his head screwed on, Jody, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, well, I, I'd learned a lot from that. Yeah. One time I nearly made the mistake. Have you met one of them? Because I haven't. No, no. Worst storm in a decade arrived in Portsmouth. The storm was lucky for him because it gave him an excuse. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. James, James. pulling at James' <laughs> face. Good use of the, uh, oh, the hands. Well, oh, look who it is. Yeah, George Costano. Always hamming it up, Linsky. Always. Yeah. Like. He's very aware of a camera, isn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, it's almost like it's a shame there's not another camera so we can look at it dead <laughs> in the eye. We are the show. We're, we're there for the, for the audience, for the paying public. Um, we're there to put on a show. I bet he really um, budded up the uh, director. Oh, undoubtedly. It's <laughs> yeah. fault there why there wasn't a second, second show. All the time. I mean, the public don't see that, or they shouldn't see it. So, this, uh, so that quote there from Linsky, we are a show, this is a show, 
so uh, when this aired, obviously Scott Conway, who ran the Wrestling Alliance, um, had Fit Finley over. It was shortly after WCW had finished, Fit Finley came over to wrestle. And the story is Finley watched this from Scott Conway, and he wanted, because Linsky was on the shows. So whether it was a, a quote unquote rib, or whether the uh, story is Finley wanted to kill it. For, 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 for quite so open. I mean, yeah. to be fair, like Linsky's not the only one who's come out and said. And, and Paul this Linsky and that. said it's nowhere near as bad as like. No, probably not. But but I think the point is like he was on the he show. Was there. Yeah. He was there. And then got fans go to the live events around the world, like himself. Uh, they will they will go. I wonder if he's still still about going to the live events. I used to see him quite a bit actually. Put himself over. He's been to WrestleMania 2000. How many people actually go to the hotel where the wrestlers are? Just to speak to Just like normal people. Mark Sloan. That's it. And he was competing on the show. Yeah. Stroke open doors for the public. Yeah. I feel really sorry for her. Yeah. It gets worse. It gets worse. Because that's a lot easier to say that instead of say, well, you know, actually, I really appreciate the drama in the presentation and I appreciate the technical skills that wrestlers have. With no Shinjiro Itani, Mark has still managed one surprise. Two wrestlers from another federation. Ricky Webb looks like. Uh, That's not Ricky Webb. Is it not Kev Ricky Webb? O'Neal. Oh, Kev O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. He looks like um, Ian Logan with long hair. Dominating the flatliner. Replacements for Otani. So for the. That's what they just said. Well, I know it's what they said, but I think there's clearly some sort of miscommunication. Or another lie, like. Oh, because Yokozuna <laughs> died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just anything to 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 uh, make it sound. Yeah, link it together. Give yeah. you a story. That's uh, Martin, Martin from Profile. When I ran a pub in Portsmouth, Martin turned up. He was uh, he was doing oh, the. Wait, uh, listen, listen. Flatliner makes some great points here. The Americans got WWF stars, the Bushwhackers, Skinner, Doink Clown, a lot of famous people. Whereas, so Stu, Stu's wrestled with America. He was trained by Adrian Street. You know, he's one of the best wrestlers over here. And now we're here, we've got like, you know, 50 people out in the audience, you know, so it's not fantastic, but, you know, it's, it's part of the job. It's a way to put over your uh, people who are paying you. Well, that did. Uh, that, so Flatline never worked uh, for the FWA again after that. I don't know whether it was. I think it was because of that. But this is where it gets. This is where Annie's bit gets bad, I think. So they're now a couple, a new couple. This is the point. This is the point Flatliner makes. Do I look like a wrestler? Would I like to watch myself? Now after them, they look like they should have come off the set of Grain Gill. Oh, he says that about Revolution Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Come here, come here, and I'll let you. You tell me if it hurts. You know what I mean? The chances are a desert. But like, except for Guy, so I'm, I'm trying to like dominate a flatliner, Guy Thunder, Justin Richards maybe to a degree. Yeah, Justin Richards, he he's, was yeah, big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, if you look at that card, he had a good point, and he did. But he does use that line on on Revolution Pro Wrestling all the time. Yeah, that's Joey Knight, recently seen in Fighting with My Family in the pink singlet, in the uh, tryout scene. Oh. Mate, 
I remember this match went on forever. Star of this match, Linsky. <laughs> good little bit. I like it's that. funny how the like even like the presentation, the ring gear is no good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like, at, like, but at the time, it was just I don't know. Again, guys clearly I, not. That's not personalised wrestling gear from Guy Thunder. I always it? say, I say, I always say, FWA's aged very badly, but it did do a. It, and again, it got better as it went on, I guess. But I still think it's, I still think it's aged badly. Um, but I think that the doors it opens can't yeah. be uh, overlooked. I don't like it. But listen to the crowd, though. Yeah, they're loving it. Yeah. They're loving it. And ultimately, that's what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Look, these two are getting into a row, the two girls. <laughs> She's pleased with herself. Oh, they have stitched her right up, haven't they? <laughs> it's very British. Scott Parker, the guy. There's definitely more than 50 people there, by the way. I'm just, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the year before it was packed, like it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, there wasn't Parker. the big rainstorm, was yeah, there? Yeah, no, no. Scott Parker was pretty good, actually. This guy in the purple singlet. Don't know who was terrible. The other guy in that match called Stunning Stu Fury. I think he trained a bit with Dory Funk, I think was his story. Okay. Didn't know wrestling here. You'd think they would have done this in the ring as well, wouldn't you? Yes, good point, yeah. Especially the amount of effort and planning that went into it. <laughs> this is stunning, Stu. Oh, you know you're better than this. I think Johnny, Johnny Storm might still be friends with him. A bit worried, because she fell to the side and she wasn't meant to do that. Uh, so I didn't and the man behind her is the man who was known uh, on Twitter like as that, that Alan Boone. Well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's from the UKFF. Yeah, he Lions. says horrible stuff about me all the time. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... He was the commentator at yeah, Revival. Ma uh, Mark Priest. That's right, yeah. yeah. Does look like Ian Logan, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Long hair. Linsky knows the cameras are on, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's good, isn't it? You know, like yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, like he's, uh, he's a pro. It's always interesting watching uh, Mark's matches. It always because did weird of how, stuff. But like he was, he'd always be very critical of other other people's matches. Yeah. I never liked Justin's music either. No? It was just on one level. Yeah, it was just on one level. And that was a cool, that FWA belt. It was a cool belt, yeah. Yeah. And here's an interesting story. Not regarding this match at all, but that belt, right? Mark, had all, Mark Stone had ordered that belt for the FWA One show. So Mark only intended on running one ever show. One show ever. But he wanted a belt for it so he could win the belt at the end, <laughs> basically. And uh, because the belt didn't... Foot's on the rope! But, but because the belt didn't turn up in time, he ran another show. Oh, really? Yeah, so, FWA so FWA wouldn't have existed if that belt turned up on well, time? Well, he might have run the first show and got the bug, but... That was the story you always told me. How can I show everyone me with my belt if... Yeah. Uh... Oh, bad finish. Mm. Shouldn't have gone to time straight after that. No, it was too quick, right? Mm. Very well. it was, uh, 
um, much smoother than last year's show. Um, it's been one of our smoothest shows, actually. All the music cues were there. The performances were there. It was just, you know, the you can't even say that. All the music cues were there. We weren't going to get the great crowd because the storm outside. I don't know if you've caught any of the... Um, seen any of the scenes of the people standing in the queues outside but just the storm is just terrible um, but people could, people brave the storm they've come tonight and they were just a very very hot crowd so it's it's been very very good and I'm very happy I don't know <laughs> that's me <laughs> <laughs> don't ask Justin bollocking <laughs> Paul who sat next to him <laughs> Paul sat on the floor. I think Justin helped train Paul. In fact, I'm certain that's the case. Still have that website, wrestling. Look, Paul, Paul looks devastated. And yeah. He's devastated, he didn't win. <laughs> and for some reason, John Farrell was Mark's manager on these shows as well. Not the first time FW, not was the last time FW would get him in to be a manager. I wonder what Mark had done to upset him. To <laughs> there we go, music, Ralph Cardell, he's the one who wrote all the cool things yeah, for FWA. That's one of the things that made FWA stand out, wasn't it? Yeah. I I'd never understood that finish. Like, Yeah, Mark still kicks him in the head. Yeah, Get that twist of fate in there, go on. Got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Andy Boy Simmons' so. first television appearance. Wow, history was made. As a, as a wrestler. What was your first television appearance? I was on the as news one. What for? Being in a plane. Being in a plane? Yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll review that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was another documentary starting. We've got Quick. to stop auto plays coming into play. But this is a documentary that which I like, just for one line in that documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary on Keith Wyatt. Yeah. Um, so, there we have it. The TV documentary on the FWA. That there was go. good, wasn't it? Yeah. That was an interesting episode. I wonder if that worked. Yeah, and I wonder if, uh, <coughs> if you'd rather watch it without us talking about it. Just watch it on your own. Watch it on your own, yeah. 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 Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? And like, just it's just funny how times change so much as well, isn't it? And what I will say as well is, I know the, the way the world works is as we as we move on with everything we do in life, um, things are supposed to improve and evolve. But like, it's it's remarkable how much like an entry level show has improved compared to what it used to be back in the day. Like, for example, the show we did at Buckland would have pissed all over that in terms of in ring quality. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, we've still, you know, like the the qualities are definitely improved massively, and even from like the, the in ring quality to the um, you know, to the the wrestling gear, people having proper wrestling gear, you know, and we got one or two people who, uh, you know, have got good little bodies on them. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, you know, like obviously not everyone's gonna be able to look like a, a movie star, but some of them look like they come from Grange Hill, and that's a TV star. So <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so, so yeah, but it, it, it's just just so interesting the way it changes and just the perceptions that people looked at and that poor, poor Annie Webb. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder she didn't stick I around w- much longer. I wonder. That. Like, I would, I'd be really interested to know like how she reacted when that was on the telly. Yeah. Like, was she still with a crew when that was aired, or 
Yeah, because I think she was on the show I did, my first show, at Buckland. Left okay. Unknown Quantity 2. Was she there? I think she was there. Yeah. It's just interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and what, it'd be interesting to know what happened to all these different characters that are around, like Guy Thunder. What, what happened to him? Yeah. Well, he came to the IPW. Oh, school. yeah. So he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah, years later. And I was almost like embarrassed, like coaching him. Because yeah. I was like, you're, you're a wrestler long for I You're was. Guy Thunder. You yeah. were on Channel 4 one time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was, I was terrified of all those guys. Yeah, Guy, Alex. Well, Guy and Alex. Were Scott like, Parker was always my mate. Guy and Alex were like alpha males, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know Guy. He's just an acquaintance. By the time I got involved, he was yeah. gone. Probably gone. Yeah, but yeah. you'd have met him probably when he was training again years yeah. later. God knows. Yeah, he's come down the after high school. Uh, sorry, the IPW school in, yeah. in Kent. Actually, yeah, I probably yeah I did. You'd yeah. have met him then. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, I always remember like Alex being like a man and we were all just boys. Yeah, but Alex I mean? wasn't really that much older than either of us. No, he wasn't. But like, well, he years, was. He was. Like, let's not age ourselves. Come on. <laughs> well, no, I don't think Alex was maybe born a few years older than me. Well, I'm younger than you, so. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, yeah, but like, but do you, you get what I mean when I say like, you know, he was like a man and we were like boys. Oh, totally. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, nice. Nice to see that. <laughs> nice to see Portsmouth get on telly. Let's see. Yeah. Where it belongs at 1am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can imagine the reaction that, that got from all the boys. Like, you know, like, like you say, like you said that story about the Scott Conway watching it back with Finley. Finley but like, yeah. you can imagine those locker rooms watching it and just being like, oh. Bet they hated it. Yeah. 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 yeah I it, still hate seeing stuff like that now. Yeah. Well, I'd cringe watching it. Yeah. Like, if that was me, that, do you know what I mean? If that was on me, then I'd cringe. What, if um, you were back watching it? If you... Too, because at yeah. the time it's all like, oh, everyone, everyone knows it's this, everyone knows it's that. That was the yeah. attitude 19 years ago. Yeah. But really. I still think I'd protect it more. Like, even though, like, obviously we know it's wrestling's predetermined and stuff. Yeah. I still feel like I protect wrestling more now than they did in that documentary. Yeah. Like, if I were to discuss it with the media, sure. I'd protect it a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't insult people's intelligence, but at the same time, I think there's a lot more sophisticated comparisons you can make and... Sure, know, rather than what just rehearse this. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I, I love looking at old things, like, you know, looking at hair stock curtains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Clothes. Clothes, yeah. Just locations, just the way things change. There's a scene in that documentary where Mark, it's like where they're looking at that entranceway. Mark's wearing this, like, fluorescent, bright fluorescent yellow hat. It's the same hat oh. he wore when he was front row at WCW Nitro. So, and that's <laughs> Dockland's Arena. And is that why you wear fluorescent hats and fluorescent <laughs> clothes? Fluorescent hats. Sorry, fluorescent clothes. I do like fluorescent clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Trying off my gym vest over there on, on the radio. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you. We said it was going to be an hour. What are we, two hour hours? An hour and 30 minutes. Okay. No problem. Cool. All cool. right. Well, thanks. please... Uh, Please, you know, please let us know if you like the watch along because there's plenty of other fun documentaries we can. Yeah, we through. but we're never going to do anything longer than half an hour for a watch along. Too much. No, don't, we're not going to see it and watch wrestling with shadows. No, do a DVD commentary. No. Um, yeah, so like people in our wrestling school haven't even listened to it. They watched it. They're not going to listen to us watch it, <laughs> are they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Follow me on Twitter at A-Q-U-I-L-D-A-N. And follow me on Twitter at Boysimmons, B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z. Oh, and do you know what's funny? Um, we were talking about, you know, we were like, oh, there's a, there's a rainstorm going on, which is why no one turned up. Oh, uh, yeah. That was my excuse for Sheffield, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's a rainstorm going on. Yeah. But it has legitimate flooding, do you know what I mean? 
Um, but uh, but yeah, cool. Thanks everyone for listening. How many people are in? Uh, I I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Alison, um, I will see you soon. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye.